Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Father and Son's Guide to the Galaxy. I'm your host, Ethan. And I'm your co-host, Anthony. And this week, we are back doing our reviews of Star Trek, the original series. Uh, this week's episode is Mud's Women, episode six, I believe, from the original series. Yep. So we're just going to do a brief synopsis real quick, and then we're going to go into our opinions on the topics, things we noticed in the episode, and stuff like that. So... We enter in with the Enterprise chasing a smaller ship, it looked like. Yeah, like and, a cargo vessel yeah. or something. Yeah, and this vessel was not responding to any hails. And on the screen, you kind of see it like flying around very sporadically, and it's it's going all over the place. And then it enters like this asteroid field, and its engines get totally destroyed, stuff like that anyway. They... If I'm remembering remembering correctly, they do get some kind of transmission from the ship, right? Or did they just beam some beam him aboard? I think they just beamed oh. him aboard. Yeah, I think they just managed to get a lock because the shields were down or something. Yeah, but it caused problems for the ship, for, for yeah, the Enterprise. It was quite straining on their... Did they say it was their dilithium crystals? Yeah, their, their crystals. Yeah, so then... Those end up cracking, which becomes a plot point later. So they beam the pilot of the ship aboard, and it's this guy named Harry Mudd. And then he tells them he has other people aboard, and so then they beam them aboard. And it turns out the people that they beamed aboard were not his crewmates, they were his cargo. And it was these three women that everybody, every guy on the Enterprise was like in awe whenever they saw them. And then, since there is cargo, Harry Mudd gets brought into court, and there's this very funny scene with a lie detector, and was his real name Harry Mudd? I cannot remember. I, uh, the the real name was Harry Mudd. Initially, he told them a different name, but when he was under the uh, lie detector, he it, that's when they realized that his name was Harry Mudd. Yeah, and then the lie detector called out everybody, like all the guys in the room that were perspirating and rising in like blood pressure. And <laughs> the best part was was when Kirk was like, "Delete this section from the log for the for yeah. the trial." That was pretty funny. Yeah, well, tell our listeners why that happened, though. It's because during the trial, Mud's cargo, the three women were witnesses and. All the guys sitting there were just incredibly nervous the whole time because of them just being there. Yeah, because they all thought the the women were hot. Yeah, pretty much. And then so Mud gets sentenced for, at the moment at least, to be confined to quarters till they get back to Earth and they can put him through a real trial and stuff like that. And then... So what happens is with the crystals cracking earlier, the Enterprise had to go and get new ones. And so um, they managed to find a mining planet nearby and contacted the miners. And they were going to go over and negotiate for some crystals or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah they were going to try to get the crystals that they needed so that they could reestablish warp capabilities they were basically running on auxiliary power to get there yes and so in the meantime 
Harry Mudd is plotting to take control of the ship with his with with the women just by manipulating everybody else on the ship. But then one of the one of the women, her name was Eve, I think her job was to try and like seduce Captain Kirk, but she ends up not going through with it cuz like she feels guilty, she can't do it. And then she she leaves like partway through when she's trying to do that. And then so after that, we figure out that these women are actually like much older looking. Their their skin is a bit more wrinkled and they aren't as beautiful in comparison to like beauty standards of today and of the time that this episode was out. And so what Harry Mudd did is he gives them this this drug that alters their appearance in a way. And I guess they have to take it every 48 hours, I think is what they said. Yeah, something like that. And he was basically in a contract with these women where he agreed to take them and help them find husbands and gave them these pills that would make them look beautiful so that they could get married or whatever. Uh, so it, it, in a way it, they're, they're kind of almost like his property, which is of course kind of gross, but that's, uh, that's what was going on. Yeah. It was sort of like an indentured servitude type thing that right. was going on. So then after we figure out this, they end up making their way to the, to the planet. But prior Harry Mudd had contacted the, miners working there himself and had offered them the women as wives in exchange for the crystals and so once the miners come aboard the enterprise that's what they think they're getting and won't negotiate for anything else like they they don't want any kind of money or supplies or anything they just want what harry mudd offered them so kirk in desperation has to accept or else his ship is gonna get stuck in orbit and they won't be able to leave or go to warp and they'll pretty much be stranded on that planet. Yeah. Well, and I think they said that the ship could only remain in orbit for a few days before it would, you know, yeah. So it's enter the atmosphere crash and the crash. Planet. Yeah. And then, so what happens after this is they go down and they're like, all right, where's our crystals? And they're kind of very, I wouldn't say reluctant, but like they're just straight up ignoring them. They're like, I'll do it on my own time, like completely not caring that the Enterprise is falling out of orbit. It's running out of energy. Yeah. And, the You're talking about the miners. Yeah, the miners. Yeah. Because they're just so, like, um, single-focused on their newfound property, I guess you could say, because they basically got the, the them as wives for the crystals, which they ended up basically violating the contract but to them that didn't matter right and the woman i mentioned earlier eve she had problems with the drug saying it didn't feel real and she was very she was very reluctant to take the pill when we saw it earlier like saying that it was a cheat and stuff and so i guess what happens is she got incredibly like self-conscious around the around everybody and try to run away. And this planet is like an incredibly horrible, barren surface. It's like impossible to live on. There's a bunch of dust storms and things. And so immediately 
Kirk and this one minor guy runs after her and tries to catch her. But Kirk can't find her, so he returns to the Enterprise. But then eventually, I believe that miner then finds her and then carries her back to his house, but doesn't contact the Enterprise, which is a very key point because the Enterprise was kept using energy to search for her. Yeah. And so what happens after that is the the miner kind of just passes out afterwards, and then he wakes up to Eve cooking... And he gets, like, very mad about that. He's like, a man can do his own cooking, stuff like that. And even tries to, like, play it off as if the meal isn't as good as uh, he thought it was. But then Eve kind of snaps back and is like, this is uh, your cooking in the pan right here. I just heated it up. And they kind of get mad at each other, things like that. And then that guy then leaves, right? I believe. And then he, like, comes back later. I think that's right. Yeah. Probably to go do some mining. And so he comes back and Eve is playing some game. He thought it was solitaire, but it wasn't. I don't remember what card game she was playing. But this at this time, the medicine, the the pill had worn off. So she was starting to have a more aged face. And it was all like, what happened to your face? <laughs> Like that, that is the most that's like the rudest way to bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> and and then she kind of starts talking to him about it like this is what I look like normally. And then Kirk and crap, I just forgot his name. Harry Mudd. <laughs> yeah, Harry Mudd, thank you. Walk in and then offer her the pill to kind of show as a demonstration and she takes it and becomes a beautiful woman again. But then Kirk reveals that it was a placebo and all all she really needed was her confidence. I guess the effect of the drug kind of like worked the way into her chemistry or something to where it could be controlled. That's my guess, but uh, I'm not sure. Well, I, th- I think the point was that the drugs that Harry Mudd was giving them didn't really do anything, but because they thought it was doing something to change their appearance, they gained the confidence that they needed or whatever, so that they projected themselves as if they were beautiful and other people perceived them that way. Oh, well, I th- I thought they changed it to a placebo just for that time. And that well, the, right, they did. But I, I, th- I think what the episode was trying to portray was that even though Kirk gave Eve a a placebo, the, the drugs that Harry Mudd was giving them didn't really actually alter their appearance. Hmm. I I have a feeling in like the terms of science fiction and things like that, they did, but enough of them taken over time kind of, accumulated an effect to where you didn't need the pill anymore to have that happen. Maybe so. And then it just turned into a matter of like, do like, can you picture it happening? Like self-confidence. And I guess the minor guy kind of like got over his, like, I don't know, his little temper tantrum he was throwing. Cause he saw that she was like telling the truth or whatever. And then he finally agrees to give the enterprise the crystals and then they get the crystals and the Enterprise leaves to bring Harry Mudd to his trial. Right. 
and that's pretty much the full episode unless you have anything to add no i think that gets uh, or hits all the main uh, plot points of the episode so what did you think of the episode i thought it was fairly odd yeah. <laughs> let's, let's talk about Harry Mudd first. What did you think of his character as kind of the antagonist of the episode? He was very interesting. He kind of, I mean, like most of the costuming, his costuming was very weird. He had a very like fake looking belt. Yeah. Just looked like a piece of felt wrapped around a shirt. Yeah. And I think he was intended to be more of a comical villain, right? I mean, he right. he, he wasn't anybody that like struck fear into the hearts of the enterprise crew right i mean he, right. he was this kind of it kind of had this goofy smile on his face and he had a weird mustache and right, the he mustache just, he had a very like curly mustache yeah he just he just kind of looked like a weirdo and i think he was meant to be a, a somewhat comical in in the way that they the actor portrayed him when I first saw him, I thought he was from like a different time period. Like this could be like a time travel. Yeah, I, I actually thought that too because he did look like maybe he was coming from like the 1800s United States or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he was in- interesting. And apparently he makes another appearance in a later episode I read and also an appearance in Star Trek the Animated Series. So we might have to check those out, but, but yeah, it it was kind of a weird episode. The three women kind of made me think of the sirens from Greek mythology, you know, who lured the sailors in because of their beauty, because they had this almost magical effect on the members of the crew because of how beautiful they were. Right. And it it was kind of, it, it was kind of embarrassing, I think, for the, <laughs> the crew members, right? Yeah. <laughs> the way that they were behaving. Um, yeah, like but, the ship could not function. Right, right. The the ship couldn't function. Kirk had to, like, snap at a guy at the helm to, like, do his job. Right. Yeah, nobody, nobody was able to concentrate. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I think the main kind of theme from this episode was this idea of illusion versus reality, right? Right. And particularly when we're talking about looks and appearance and and things like that, you know, what what is it that really makes somebody beautiful or handsome? Is it is it actually the their physical appearance to some degree? Yes, right? But that's right. that's not the main thing that makes people attractive. I mean, uh, and, I, you know, we see the issue today more than ever, right? I mean, right. you've got cosmetic surgeries and uh, all sorts of crazy stuff people do to their bodies to try to look perfect. Uh, you've got social media you know, filters and AI-generated images of you know, of ourselves that, that look better than our actual <laughs> photos. And it's all to try to project this idea that we're these amazing looking creatures, but it's none of it's real. Right. Right. Yeah. I, when I watched the episode, I really started thinking about social media and how much people try to be someone they're not. 
I mean, I'm not really on there, but I know from like my friends telling me stuff about it yeah. is people are very fake out there. And honestly, they try to act the same in real life, but it's not the same effect right. to how they appear online. So you can just tell like that person is very fake yeah. if you talk to them. Yeah. And it's hard to get to the root of a person to, to figure out who they really are sometimes. Because if you have an online persona, a social media persona, the way you act in other environments, I mean, it's, it's hard to really know when sometimes when people are being authentic. And, right. And that's, I, I think that's kind of what the episode was getting at, this obsession with appearance over substance, the substance of a person, and right. the, the values that they hold, and the things that really make people truly attractive, you right. know, as opposed to this superficial idea of, of looks. So, yeah, I mean, I thought it was an interesting idea to explore, and and ever more relevant today. I mean, they, there was no social media back when that episode was made, but you know, it, like you said, that's, that's a huge part of our culture today. So the, the theme of the episode is still quite relevant. I think to the things that we're dealing with in today's society where we have advancements in technology and advance advancements in cosmetics and medicine to make us look a certain way you know it's it, and then the wealth that our society has right it, it, speaking in general terms that you know that people spend all this money on trying to look a certain way and portray themselves as a certain way and we're losing we're losing our authenticity in the process right there's also the end of the episode touches on the concept of self-confidence. Mm -hmm. And you could tell when when uh, Eve took the placebo, how surprised she was. And it was almost like there, she had a different facial expression yeah. than she had the rest of the episode. So it was kind of this shift from pretending to be beautiful and acting fake to getting to the core and realizing like you don't have to act uh, like like you are or or like be fake like that to be considered beautiful cuz you just have to you just have to look inward on yourself and have a little bit more confidence in showing it yeah and it was at that point that the minor guy who had kind of been a jerk up until that point i think realized that she was a, a beautiful person inside and out. Right. And so right. he decided, uh, you know, that he wanted to try to make the relationship work and uh, stay with her or whatever. It all happened in a very short period of time. So a little unrealistic as far as uh, story development, but, but that's how they ended the they episode. They were probably running out of time yeah. and they <laughs> needed to finish filming. Cause they, Cause then back then they had like specific time blocks they needed to fill for TV, right? There was no like going longer stuff like that, right? Well, yeah, I mean you had, I mean it, that was live TV, so or, or not live TV, but it aired at a certain time, 
right? And you had commercial breaks and all that, and it had to be over by a certain time. I mean, we still have TV shows like that today. It's just that most of most of what we watch, it seems, is streaming. Yeah, they have a bit more flexibility in how long their content is now. Yeah, the, the, definitely the streaming shows do. So yeah, it was a good episode overall. I, I, I don't know, like you said, it was a little bizarre, but... I think it had some good ideas in it. Did you assign it a letter grade like we've been doing? I'd say I'd give it a B minus ranking. Oh, B minus. Okay. Because it, it entertaining concept, just some of the ways they like portrayed some of it was like really weird. Like I found the way that they like portrayed the men acting was yeah. like trying to take how men act in real life. And then scaling it up 100 times, just way over-dramatizing it. Right, right. Which I think there's a lot of that in the original series, you know, the kind of over-dramatic acting. Um, sometimes it almost seems like they're more of caricatures as opposed to characters. But I, I, I'm hoping, and I, and I think, from what I remember, you know, as the series goes along, it... it becomes less and less like that because certainly by the time they got to the movies it didn't feel like that at all right? yeah and they right. also had the time to develop it yeah their characters properly yeah for sure yeah i'd give it a b it was it was okay like i said not my favorite episode but i did think there were some thoughtful ideas behind it i i didn't necessarily love harry mudd as an antagonist it'll be interesting to see the you know when he comes back whatever episode that is i'm not sure if that's in the first season or or a later season but it'll be interesting to see what they do with his character then and if he has any character development or evolves in any way that makes him a little a little less one-dimensional of a character so yeah because like we know he's probably gonna go to like federation rehabilitation because they don't necessarily have prisons it's more of kind of uh yeah it's like rehabilitation camps or whatever but but done humanely yeah Yeah. there's a very like funny line at the end of the episode where kirk offers to go to his hearing and mud's like no you'll just make it worse yeah (laughs) 10 times worse right (laughs) yeah so so anyway decent episode i mean check check it out if you haven't if you're watching star trek the original series you know I, i don't think it would necessarily. I, I don't think it would be a big deal if you skipped over this episode. Uh, yeah, you're not going to miss anything. But um, you know, if you want to be a completist and watch all of them like we're trying to do, uh, then you know, you got to sit through it. Yeah. So unless you've got anything else to add, I think we can finish the episode here. Yeah, sounds good. So thanks, as always, to our listeners. We've got some faithful listeners out there, and we really appreciate it. And interesting to us as we look at the data that we have some listeners in different parts of the world, right? I think that we've got listeners in Germany and Canada and some other places. So that's kind of cool for us to see. So we really appreciate your support and hope you'll uh, keep tuning in and we'll do our best to keep creating interesting content uh, for you. Uh, talking about Star Trek and and at some point we'll we'll deviate from Star Trek and talk about some other science fiction uh, shows or uh, uh, th- that are out there that that we want to chime in on. So in the meantime, have a, a great week and we'll see you next time. See ya. <laughs>